Hello there, and welcome to this edition of the Adipec Energy Dialogues. This is a series of conversations that we have with leading experts from around the world in the energy sector. And of course, now in the run-up to Adipec 2021. I'm Etna Trainer, your host for the program, and I'm delighted now to welcome the president of oil, gas, and petrochemicals from Schneider Electric, Chris Dartnell joins us. Chris, lovely to see you. Nice to see you. Chris, thanks so much for joining us. I'm sure you've been rather busy in the last few months when we look at the implications of COVID-19 and in terms of digitalization for your customers. Have you seen an acceleration in terms of uptake in digitalization and probably a whole new focus forward? Absolutely. It's, uh, I guess we all observe that um, whilst many of us have been uh, static and not able to travel, we've been uh, maybe busier than usual. And part of that is digital technologies have, have helped us to get there. I think the digital transition is uh, in place, is rolling, and what uh, this uh, terrible pandemic has done is accelerated. You know, there's plenty of surveys that say that digital has advanced uh, per month in the same way it was advancing per year in previous times. So uh, almost everything is changing with digital. It is indeed. And when we look at though the benefits of digital, I mean, I think ultimately that's what every client is going to want. Um, talk to me about, you know, efficiency, effectiveness, really how technology actually, you know, also maybe reduces energy and complexity in terms of, you know, a process. So lots to say here because it's, it's a fundamental change. And I guess what I... Um, it starts really with the transformation. I mean, we have an awful lot of technology which we can get excited about and others too, but eventually it starts with changing processes and the willingness to transform. So it, it's not about doing the same things with digital, it's about doing processes differently. And when that's done, it drives incredible efficiency. And it is, I think, the key to, uh, to the efficiency and the ongoing success of our industry. And it, and it happens in many ways. So we think about it often in terms of integrations. What can you bring together? So one of the enablers for that is the cloud technology. And the cloud is simply a great aggregator of, um, of data. And data's around, but it's how can you use data to change your work process and to change the way you make decisions? And it's so true, because I think personally, we see that as well in our own daily lives. It really is. It's our process has changed so much. So I can imagine that for, you know, the big operations and the big corporates and the big energy companies that are out there, it's, um, it's, it's a big, but an absolutely essential shift. And part of that reason too, of course, is building in sustainability. This is something I think that I'm hearing from everybody, IOCs, NOCs, I mean, service suppliers, everybody around the world in this industry. It is about sustainability and building for the future. And how can technology actually help that? Well, technology helps in many ways on sustainability. So, I mean, one example, digital and sustainability, we are bringing together, for example, the worlds of process and the worlds of energy uh, in terms of the energy that power the assets. So uh, we call that eco-structure power and process is the technology we bring. But it's a, it's a digital platform that brings together the, the way in which you operate the plant with the way in which you power it. So that comes right through from design and how it changes capex and how it improves schedule through to how it operates and how you fault find and maintain so it drives uptime but it also drives 
process energy reduction. So you're using less energy to perform the same tasks. Uh, I guess our industry is really a, a industry driven by cost. It's, it's, a, it's a commodity industry and we have to find ways to do it more efficiently. And this is, this is one way. We're having good success with that. Um, and another area, I guess, that everybody's, uh, that has been exacerbated by COVID is remote operations. I mean, putting together groups of folks on an offshore platform is really a, a sure way to, uh, to worry about pandemics and infection amongst everything else. So, as well as cost and as well as safety. So if you can uh, get comfortable with uh, remote operation, with remote maintenance, and we have a lot of technologies around predictive maintenance, enabling uh, clients to, to operate and sense and understand their asset and its safety case and its integrity remotely, then it really allows you to, uh, to be more efficient and more safe in how you operate. And indeed, and this will change very much, you know, how we work, or as you say, make it just so much more safer. But talk to me a bit about the energy transition. I mean, this is the headline now in this industry, without a doubt. And also about companies getting, you know, to net zero. Now, sometimes it takes a lot of partnerships to do this. And you have an interesting partnership, particularly with McDermott on a collaboration. Talk to me a bit about this. We do, and it, it's uh, very interesting. So we've got together with McDermott and uh, with a design consultancy called IO, who are McDermott Baker Hughes uh, partnership. What we've done though is together worked on what does it take to have a net zero upstream asset? So we've picked a base case of an offshore compression platform, but we're working on other base cases. But essentially we're saying, what does it take to be net zero in operation and in upset cases? And what we've found is uh, that for a 2% total overall investment, we can reduce 76% of the, of the carbon emissions. We also have a case for net zero, and uh, we've looked at a whole range of technologies and operating cases. In fact, one of the, the things I think we've started to look at that, that maybe is uh, a long way ahead of, of the industry here is looking at the um, that we've reduced by 26% uh, on the carbon from the fabrication and the EPC phase. So the carbon embedded in the steel that goes into the jacket, for example. Now, part of that is remote operation. Lots of that comes from digital. Uh, lots of it comes from electrification. Um, if I pick one you know, core interesting technology that, that uh, Schneider is working on, for example, um, there's an inert gas called SF6, um, and that is used inside switchgear. So for uh, running uh, electrical distribution safely on um, all manner of assets, 80% of all the uh, switchgear in the world is in the energy industry and uh, a good proportion supplied by Schneider over the years. Now SF6 is 24,000 times worse for the environment than carbon dioxide. Now it's only in small quantities, but where it leaks and where there's fugitive emissions, it's very poor. So we now have an SFC, uh, SF6 free technology for switch gear. And we're talking about that. And we're also talking about how we retrofit onto existing assets and capture the existing SF6 and safely dispose of it. Um, much of the sustainability story is taking technologies that are new and deploying them so that we together solve the problems of energy efficiency in current operations.
Indeed. And, uh, you know, being creative, I think, and innovative about it because it is possible to do. And I think companies like yourself have certainly shown that. But when we look at, you know, the, the sort of situation at the moment for IOCs, and we're seeing a shift definitely to more integrated energy companies. Do you see opportunities there for companies like yourself for Schneider Electric? Yes. I mean, there's a there's a huge opportunity, I think. Well, mainly we want to work together, I guess, in, in partnership with IOCs to, to address the problems of sustaining energy on, on the planet, you know? And so there's three big steps, I guess. There's if, if essentially energy efficiency of what we do today. So we have a lot of discussions here about how, like the McDermott uh, partnership, like many other things around, how do you get energy efficient? Uh, because 15% of all the emissions today, so 15% of the emissions in a liter of gasoline that goes into your car or my car comes from the energy expended by producing the gasoline and not from burning it in the car. So that's a place to start. Um, secondly, then is electrification of the work we do. So, and some of the, uh, let's say the more European oil companies are looking towards moving much to be electrical producers. Uh, and then uh, another area I think that we're finding big opportunity for partnership is in reducing downstream demand. So if you look at where's the energy consumed eventually, it's consumed in, uh, in commercial buildings, in data centers of big places, in industry, using electricity or using fuels. So how do you manage their demands? Because that addresses uh, the demand on the planet and therefore the need. And then I think there's a long, big future for oil, an even bigger future for gas and a long future for chemicals. Uh, chemicals is driven by GDP, by the growth of the middle class, huge growth still to come in Asia. So how do we produce that in, in, a, in a sustainable way? And I think there's a big future for carbon capture for hydrogen. So we're involved in much of that, in all of that debate. Um, I might just add that I think the whole story starts with a will and a commitment, you know? So uh, Schneider's playing our part. We are committed to, uh, to net zero on our operations by 2025, which is four years away, four and a half years, right? So. Um, um, and that's with offsets by 2030, we're carbon neutral uh, fully. And then we've pulled forward 10 years, we're um, totally net zero, including the full supply chain, the folks that we supply to and the people that we uh, that supply to us by 2040. So we're really focused. And I guess what's interesting is you you learn by doing. So our own commitments drive us to understand how difficult it is for our clients and how we can help together. It's a, it's a shared problem in life, I guess. And I guess, you know, it, it is, it's so encouraging, I think, to hear these commitments and to actually then, you know, hear of many of the actions that have been taken. I think in Adipec 2020, from many of the CEOs, we really heard, you know, the actions that are actually happening in the industry. And this is very exciting. It's not just talk. Yeah. It's things are being done to actually get to net zero. So it's a very dynamic time in the industry. Just let's stay for a minute with the concept of partnerships, because I think if we look at the industry, it really has, has become a lot more embracing and, and holistic in many ways over the years. It's really changed. What do you see that concept of partnership? What does that mean right now for a company like yourself? Because you have to be in partnership with these people rather than just be a supplier. 
Yes, and it, well, it, Schneider is really built on partnerships, which means we, um, we, our culture fits well. I guess the, the oil industry has been in partnership for 60, 80 years because the, the risk profile of exploiting a, a reservoir says it needs multiple partners to get there. But, but I think the culture of partnership is continuing to grow and evolve. Um, and it, it comes eventually from trust. I mean, it has to have contractual basis, but I mean, it comes from trust and finding, uh, I mean, it, we talked a little earlier about the McDermott and Schneider working together, two quite different companies. McDermott, a, a designer, a constructor, Schneider, a technology company. You know, we, we could see clearly the synergies in skills and the minimal amount of overlap to try and work something out, you know, and therefore um, how you think about partnerships and what they do. We, we also use partnerships an awful lot uh, just in our daily business about delivery. You know, we, we want to be local. We're many countries. We're in 105 countries around the world, but often to get even more local, we're using execution partners, delivery partners, you know, we want to be in the right, not just the right countries, but the right cities, the right provinces and so forth. It's a, um, I mean, we're partnering another area that's pretty important for us. Our, we call our technology often OT. So not IT for information technology, but OT for operations technology. And so to provide the overall digital uh, mandate, I guess, we're often partnering with folks like Microsoft, uh, AWS, Accenture, many others to really be able to connect what we do very well, which is, for example, every second digitally measuring the uh, analytical properties of a chemical through to the global management of the cloud and together you can solve those big problems. And when you talk about being in different areas in the world, Talk to me about how important the Middle East is and how important the UAE is to Schneider Electric. Well, so very important. I mean, the UAE is our home for our region called Middle East and Africa. It's where we're the, the hub uh, country for about 70 countries in that region. Um, we are diverse in what we do. So we're involved in uh, bringing uh, sustainability to hospitals, to commercial, to electrical networks to water grids. So it's pretty diverse across the region. Um, and then for, for oil and gas and chemical, the Middle East is the home for the world. You know, it's, uh, and we think with the appetite, with the increasing partnerships and with, I, I guess, just the, the low lifting costs. I mean, when you look at continued investment and you look at some of the, the higher cost plays, the shale plays in the Americas, that. The, the setup for the Middle East, as well as the great infrastructure, we think it'll continue to grow. Now here, of course, with Adnoc as well, Adnoc's panorama, when we look at the technology, you know, is um, it's, it's, it's quite an extraordinary work of technology, um, engineering, everything that it brings together. Again, artificial intelligence in that. How important is it that, you know, a company can ha has access to that in terms of being able to you know, continue operations day by day. It, it's Panorama was, uh, we were very proud to be the, the digital technology partner inside Panorama. And and when I listened to His Excellency uh, Sultan Al-Jaber on the first day of Adipec, and by the way, what a great show Adipec and getting 80,000 people onto a virtual call. There's another kind of interesting example of how digitization is changing, right? 
Um, but on Panorama, um, His Excellency Sultan Al-Jaber, I think if I quote him correctly, was saying there's a billion dollars of efficiency created over four years with Panorama. So a pretty nice return on investment. Um, why? Because Schneider's a part of it, but fundamentally it was the leadership in, in ADNOC, the leadership in digital to think about changing work process. Because what eventually I think Panorama does is bring together different disciplines, different pieces of ADNOC in the same room around the same data to ask the question why and what if, you know, because when you, if you get chance to see Panorama, I know many folks have had that privilege. Eventually it's, it's allowing people to ask the question why is that? Why, why is that compressor so much better than this? Why does that cost more than this? And that allows you then to go address the problems. It, it's, uh, it's a fundamental technology underpinning a change in the way you think about work. When we look at the state of the oil market right now, and we're seeing stability in the market without a doubt, but we're seeing it at a relatively low price. And you know when we look at demand projections for the year ahead, maybe the, the year ahead, so in the near term, um, maybe companies have to, to fundamentally, you know, look at how they're going to manage this. What would you advise companies to do? I think I'm advising the things we've talked about, really, but just to summarize them, I think there's a long future for oil and gas, but we have to look at sustainability. So there's going to be around that subject uh, choices to make about types of fuels, about investments in cleaner fuels, um, changing the way we, we produce and we transact in those fuels. Um, and that's going to be big. And that sustainability story is here. It, it's, I just think back one year when we kicked off in Schneider 2020 in a world when pandemic was just an academic uh, word in a dictionary, you know, we felt then that sustainability was going to be the biggest story. Well, wow, you know, the change is phenomenal. So that, that whole transition is huge. Um, underpinning that then is efficiency and digital transformation because it, the folks that can work out how to change their digital processes and how to really work differently uh, will be more successful. Um, and, and at least, I think since COVID, we're looking for more markers, but, but I would say a year ago, the digital adoption in oil and gas was clearly behind industries like retail or banking and how they change their work processes. So lots to do there still um, and how we scale. So sustainability, di digital transformation of work process, and then continuing to focus on the fundamentals, which have always been there, which is safety and cost and efficiency. And, and digital inefficiency goes so well together. And again, you know, when we look at the narrative in this industry, even as you say, it has changed tremendously and it's coming with commitments and it's coming with action. It's a very dynamic time. Um, are you encouraged that when we look, especially at the digital um, take up as well, I think more than anything else, we're on this journey and there's, there's really no way back because I think if anything else this year, companies have really realized the value that it has added to their to their lives and to their operations. I, I'm I'm encouraged. I guess I'm a, I'm an optimist, but I'm I, I'm encouraged because I think our industry is pragmatic and agile, and I think that's what gets us there. So, listening to uh, Patrick Poyani of Total, he's saying, look, you know, 
this is a difficult time, but we went through a 2014 oil crisis and a 2007 oil crisis. So we're adept at handling big change. And I think that's a fundamental. So once we assess the change and decide on the strategy, then it's an implementation. I think digital is now in 2020 getting adopted at a good rate. I think before we were just looking at technology as a uh, something to deploy to help us. Now, I think we're starting to look at digital to change the way. I mean, it, it going back to something I was just talking about, we would have laughed, I think, 12 months ago if we'd said at Adepec 2019 that 2020 would be virtual. It just wouldn't have been something we could conceive. Um, now, I think we, we can see it. You know, is it perfect? No, would we rather be in Abu Dhabi in the sunshine rather than in the gloomy uh, London, yes, but uh, it's possible. So I think it's, we've got to just continue to embrace the speed of change. Um, and maybe a third thing uh, that sits in my mind, we've got to continue to attract talent and diversity, you know, and lots of people talk about it. Um, we, we in Schneider are looking for 30% of our, of our management population to be female in, in in the next couple of years, you know, it's a really big change, you know, and it's important and it changes, it refreshes the way the company operates. And I think that's good, but, but addressing talent. Um, when I started in this industry, uh, just a few short years ago, it, it couldn't have been more exciting to be in global oil and gas now, maybe less so. So how do we continue to attract the brightest and the best to help us through this change? So there's lots to be done, but great to hear that, you know, these initiatives are in place. And again, coming from leaders like yourself, this is absolutely where we're going to see the change. I think when that commitment is there from people like yourself, it's so important. Um, I want to thank you for taking the time. I wish you, you know, a very busy and productive year ahead. And we certainly hope we're going to see you in person at Edipec 2021 here in uh, the UAE where the sun will be shining waiting for you. Chris Gartnell from Schneider Electric, thank you so much. Thank you very much.